Toi. Toi. Hey everybody, welcome back to Reading with Celebrities. I'm Lindsay. I'm Tiffany. And today is a check-in for both reading and Vanderpump Rules. (laughs) And it's World Book Day. Yeah, we have turned this podcast into a Vanderpump Rules recap. So (laughs) get used to it. (laughs) I need to figure out a way to like signify that that discussion is starting (laughs) with like a quote or something by somebody. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'll take a Pinot Grigio. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, because I started... If you listen to, I think it was last week's episode, I mentioned that I started reading, or started reading, I started watching Vanderpump Rules, not reading anything, and I was on season one or early season two, and so I'm still on season two, I have three more episodes of the season, so a lot has happened in season two. They Season two really is a setup for what's happening now in season ten, it, somewhere on season ten, yeah. It really is, because, so season two... I'll kind of set the scene for people. So Kristen and Tom Sandoval are still dating. Um, And then Katie and Swartz are dating. Those are the couples. And then Sheena and Shay, but we don't really see much of Shay. Like, he's not a super main character. Mm -mm. So the last two episodes I watched are when they all go to Cabo for Stassi's birthday. And Jesus. They... So, the big things right now is Kristen believes that Sandoval and Ariana slept together, like, one night in Vegas or something. So, like, she's trying to find out. Stassi says that Jax told her one time that Sandoval did admit to it, but now Jax is, like, backtracking and is like, I never said that, you know, perfect, perfect. And then the other rumor that was happening was that Kristen and Jax slept together and Stassi like texted Jax through Kristen's phone and like Jax denied it Kristen denied it. so right at this moment Stassi believes they did not sleep together but I, I think that's not true <laughs> so that's kind of where I'm at and so Cabo was a huge mess because Kristen's calling Lisa in Cabo being like I'm not working with Ariana like choose me or choose her <laughs> and I'm like if I was Lisa I'd be like all right, bye. Because Lisa, Lisa and Kristen had a big history of, like, yeah, Kristen being a little disrespectful and unprofessional. Yeah, she's very <laughs> so unprofessional. That's why Lisa is just like... I know, she's like, you can stay in Mexico if you want. <laughs> like, I think she... I think Guillermo told Lisa that. I was like, she can stay in Mexico. <laughs> so that's kind of... I think the very next episode is everybody's now back from Cabo. Like, mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I am at with everything. So, yeah. Ariana is only the, is the newest member, so everybody else is still from season one, so that's all I've been introduced to, VPR-wise. And I can't remember if it's, like, season, I think season three is when James comes on, and then season four is when Lala comes on. I can't remember, it all runs together. Yeah, so, those are, that's kind of where I am at, but yeah, and then, of course, Kristen said she was going to break up with Sandoval, and then the next morning she was in bed with Sandoval, so. Yeah. So, I kind of feel bad for her because she she basically says, 
Like, the thought of losing him makes me sad, so that's why I want to still be with him. And I get, like, when you're in a long-term relationship, they've been dating for a long time, like, it's hard to just let things go. I think she's not that kind, she's not strong. Like, I feel like Stassi, as soon as she found out about Jack, she was like, bye. But, like, I don't think Kristen's that type of person at all. She has a very different personality, so I think that it's harder for her to say goodbye. Yeah, it's kind of like Katie and Schwartz. Like, they, like, from an outsider's perspective, like, you could just tell immediately that they were not good together. Yeah. And I think they just, at that point, had been together for so long that they just, the thought of starting over really did not appeal to them. Yeah, and, like, they had some issues in these episodes in Cabo because he was, like, he poured, like, a beer on her head. Yeah. He was very, he's like, you need to stop being a moron, you're being an idiot. Instead of, like like validating her feelings and why she's feeling the way she is like he kind of just was like you're just being a moron and you're being an idiot why can't you just calm down kind of thing and every time you tell a girl to calm down you know it just makes it worse makes it a lot worse and him he just thinks saying like i love you bubba like is gonna fix it so his um i think he got away with so much for so long because Katie was very vile to other people, mm-hmm. and he really played this whole, like, oh, shucks, I'm just a boy from the Midwest, wherever he's from, Florida, I think, or whatever. <laughs> when in reality, like, when you watch clips like that, if, Tiffany, if that were you and your longtime boyfriend dumped a drink on you oh. like that, I would, my earrings would be out, I'd be swinging. Yes, like, that's, that, that's what it was like, even if, because okay, I get, she was drunk, she was upset. That still doesn't give you the right to pour a drink no. on your girlfriend's head. Like, figure out what's wrong or or step away from the situation. You say, like, take her to her room and be like, okay, we'll, we'll work on this yeah. in the morning. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I think he, it was, he's almost, like, just emotionally, like, I don't want to use the word abusive because I don't want to use that term lightly, but, like, just emotionally, like, immature to her and, like, just the way he, like, treated her. And I was just like... And she just, her and Kristen just deal with these stupid boys. Oh, my God. And I'm like, it's hard for me to like them or root for them because I'm like, girls, like, grow a pair like Stassi has and, like, be like, no. (laughs) Even though I don't like Stassi either. I think she's so full of herself, but. (laughs) So. (laughs) So. But, yeah, that is, that's my thoughts on VPR where I'm at right now. Well, things have finally really kicked off this current episode because we had like Sheena's like the three episode arc of Sheena's wedding in Mexico oh, yeah. and everything like that but now they're back and Allie James's new girlfriend who like is slowly being accepted into the group or whatever mm-hmm. and she's like hey I just want to let you know I think I screwed up and he's like well what'd you do and she's like well when I was at I don't, I don't remember who she was with, like, Katie or some of the other girls. She was like, I let it slip that I saw Tom and Raquel dancing at the Abbey. <laughs> and he was just like, what? <laughs> and so, like, and then Katie finds out, and she kind of, like, like very coyly co- confronts Sandoval about it. Yeah. And you could just tell he's lying, because the way he, like, aggressively <sighs> rolls his eyes and says, dude, like, eight times. Yeah, just the amount of denial. Like, he... Like, even in these early seasons, the accusations that have been thrown at him, 
and the way he just denies, denies, denies. And so when the truth comes out, like, I just want to hear what his thoughts are. Because, like, that's kind of what happened to Jax. Jax, like, played everybody for a fool, saying that he didn't cheat on Stassi, blah, blah, blah. Even told his therapist that he didn't cheat on Stassi. Mm-hmm. And then he finally, at the end, like, says something and is like, yeah, I did. Like, and everybody's like, no, yeah, he played us. Like, we all mm-hmm. believed him. Because everybody turned on Stassi and was like, hey, you're being crazy. That's what I was going to say was, like, everybody, like, left Stassi. Uh-huh. Even though, like, Stassi has her, I mean, is a mean girl. Yeah. Like, we like we have seen that. But, like, Stassi was right this whole time. Yeah. Like, she lost her friends because of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. Which, and they even said, like, I think at that reunion after season one, it was like, Stassi lost her friends because you lied so good. Like, you were so yeah. good at lying. Because he just, he said it so convincingly. Like, just. Mm-hmm. No, I did not do it. Like, this ha- that happened years ago kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I found that. He's a liar, liar, pants on fire. Yeah. The statement necklaces are really still great. Oh, so. Lord. <laughs> I don't know. They are, they are rough. <laughs> they are, they are rough. <laughs> like, just even, like, they're not even wearing, like, dresses, and they're wearing these, like, statement necklaces. Like, they're, like, on the beach yes. in the bathing suit wearing a statement necklace, like, yes. in the water. It's so funny to be, like, back in 2013, 2014, and be like, oh, this was our style. <laughs> there's, like, I can't, oh, there's a couple of them, uh, the girls that do the, like, oh, you're, like, getting ready for a party in 2009. <laughs> yes! And they're like, what are you wearing? She's like, I don't know, like, nice jeans and a going out top. What are you wearing? She's like, a nice jeans and, like, a going out top. <laughs> and the fact that we had, like, I knew exactly yes, what they meant by yes, a going out top. Yes, Or, like, you had to have, like, the infinity scarf. Yes. Oh, Jesus. It's, like, 80 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. I know. That's... Sometimes I wish we could go back to simpler times, but not the styles. <laughs> the styles were a little hideous. <laughs> yeah. Oof. The, like, the doubling up of polos. <laughs> like, the stacking. Yeah. <laughs> and they were, like, like the top one had to be flipped all the way up, but the other one was just kind of, like, rumpled underneath. <laughs> oh, God. What have we done? Oof. Good times. <laughs> yes. Good times. Yes. Speaking of good times, um, a few weeks, I think it's, it'll be three weeks from this episode, we did our spring TBR episode. Yes. Where are we at with our spring TBR? How's everything going? Well, obviously we finished happiness. Thank God we can cross that off our list. <laughs> there was another Reddit where they were, they were like, what's a memoir? That's not, like, uplifting. And I was like, well... Yeah. You know, it ends well, but there's a solid, like, 40 to 50 pages of not so well. And I will um, say, yeah, and I will say, like, until the very end, until you know what happens, it wasn't uplifting. Because the constant yeah. hospital visits and stuff, like, at no point was I like, this is a fantastic uplifting story. No. Until I knew what happened to the daughter. I didn't... Until I Googled that she's still <laughs> Yeah. Like, at no point did I think that this book was uplifting. <laughs> No. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but I've been working through the secret history. Okay, yeah. Because that one's, it's dense, long chapters, you know, prints are small. Like, it's it's a book that's going to take a while. But I did start Northern Spy. So, okay. I'm going to take two questions. Okay, so secret history. It's by Donna Tart. Yes. 
She's the author of The Goldfinch. You and I had vastly different opinions about The Goldfinch. You really liked it. I was not a big Mm -hmm. fan of it at all. Yes. Um, This is different. Do you think, yeah, do you think I would have a different opinion of Secret History? Because I've heard really good things about it, but I was like, I just didn't get a good sense with The Goldfinch. still towards the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like, it starts... It's kind of like, I read her other book, The Little Friend, where it starts immediately with kind of like either the murder or like the underlying mystery mm-hmm. issue. Like it starts immediately like that. Yeah. To where the narrator is like, uh, yeah, it took them a lot longer to find Bunny's body than we thought it would. Like that's not a spoiler. That's the first page. Yeah. Um, And then it kind of jumps back to... Like, what his town was like growing up, why it took him some time to get to college, mm-hmm. like, his slow acceptance into this group, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So it's it's slow right now, but I can tell that it's building. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like, similarly, like, the goldfinch started off immediately with yeah, the, that's what I the think, bombing. Yeah, that's what I think got me into it, is how quickly, like, the that part mm-hmm. immediately happens, but then it just, like, all that it was about was just him carrying a photo or a picture with him as he grew up in the different places. And I thought there was going to be like this, a more like mystery aspect of like people looking for this painting or whatever. I think that's very, like very much so Donna Tartt because Mm -hmm. my little friend starts off with this girl was four years old when her infant brother went missing from their backyard Mm -hmm. and he's never been found. Yeah. She's like 12, 13 now she's older and there's always been this underlining, like, resentment from the rest of her family of, like, you were there, you should be able to tell us what happened. Mm-hmm. She was four. Yeah. Um, and so you never really find out what happens to the brother. It's more about her dealing with that. And then there is a big confrontation at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's just kind of her, yeah. her style. Yeah, because I will say the goldfinch, like, it had that, like, at the moment at the end, too, like, <laughs> the the fighting and try, somebody trying to finally get this painting and yeah, him on the run and stuff. But for such a like over 700 page book, I just thought it was like, there was so much that like so many pages and I just felt like it was n- going nowhere. That was like my thing. And that just might be, it's just not my style of. Yeah. I think, I think that's another problem where people framed it as, Oh, he's in this, this like this bombing this tear whatever and this mm-hmm. painting stolen and his mom dies and it's you know him growing up blah blah when in reality it's like that just kind of sets up his childhood yeah literally the book is about him growing up yeah and i think i think it's it goes back to that like when a book is kind of like advertised mm-hmm. th- differently than what it really is kind of thing yeah i think yeah i was like under the impression when i was gonna read it that it was like more about the mystery aspect of him taking this painting from the museum kind of thing so i think i think the secret history is gonna have i mean obviously some not necessarily like coming of age but yeah some of that um but she i think it's gonna have a little bit more of like her experience in it because her like where she went to college she was part of this group of authors that became rather famous or have like famous works like um oh my god what's his name brad easton ellis he wrote american psycho and less than zero like he was in this group with her like it was like this kind of like tight-knit elite like writing circle 
And this one is like a tight knit elite ancient Greek oh, circle. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I think she, there's going to be a little bit more. I don't want to say realistic, but but like a little bit more of based on like, like her experience. Yeah. In it. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I'm like a- she'll really be able to capture that like tiny hot like you know super exclusive liberal arts college feel yeah i'm curious to see like once you do like get into it and get into the meat of it and like like what your thoughts are on it but yeah okay and then so northern spy obviously is our next recess book club i think we set may 9th as the episode something like that for it um I, mine is ready from Libby, so I can now okay. download it. I think we were talking last week that it was predicting, like, four weeks, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. God. But, it's, yeah, <laughs> so it's ready, so I'm going to download it today, and I'll have that one, so I should be able to jump in to that one. And, again, the good thing about Reese's Book Club is I don't think any of them are more than, like, 350, less than 400 pages, usually. This one says 278. Oh, the no. chapters are really quick. Nice. Okay. So I think you'll like that. I mean, I'm not, like, super into it. I'm yeah. I'm like, chapter three, but... Okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited about that. I... So I'm still reading A Steep Price, which is the Tracy Crosswhite one. Um, my Kindle messed it up because it said that there was 368 pages, so I was like, oh, cool, like, I'm almost done, because I was, like, on 300. It said I was on 300. And then I go to, like, the table of context or whatever, and, like, at a certain point, all the chapters are on 368. (laughs) So, like, it doesn't know how many pages there are. (laughs) So, I think on Goodreads it says I'm 81%, like, done with the book because that's what page number I put. But Mm -hmm. I think I'm, like, 72% technically done because the page numbers are messed up on my Kindle. So, thank you. And it happened to me on another book, too. Something that we read for book club or something a while back. Like, it did that same thing where, like, it just said all the, like, at one point it just says all the chapters are on, like, this page. And I'm like, okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. I might be able to finish it today. We'll see. And then uh, the James Patterson one. um, I already forgot what it was called. Cool. A six-something. Let me see if I can go to... I totally forgot. I just, like, went blank. Uh, My Kindle's been doing... Sorry, go ahead. uh, The Six Target. So I'm still reading that one. My Kindle every so often will do something weird to where I'll go to hit the next page, and it, like, jumps to another chapter instead, Mm -hmm. and, like, like, mashes pages up. It's really weird. Oh, that is weird. And I, I think my... I mean, my Kindle is... 10 years old so yeah I think mine is yeah mine's over 10 because I got it when I was in grad school I think like around there so it's definitely over 10 but it's like I'm in that boat of like it still works it still charges it doesn't lose battery like super quickly like I'm just like there's no like I think the only thing I bought was like a new case for it just because that Mm -hmm. one was getting messed up but I'm like the only thing is like it doesn't have like the tablet feeling like like, to, like, put apps on it and stuff and, like, use it more as a tablet, but I'm, like, I'm perfectly content not using it, like, as a tablet, so, like, I'm, like, I really don't want to spend money to get another one because it still works fine, 
Mm-hmm. And it still downloads. Like, I think until the moment, like, it can't download books anymore. Or it's, like, not holding a charge. Yeah. Like, I think that will be my, like, time to be, like, okay, it's time to, like, get rid of this one, which will be super sad, but. Yeah, I'll be sad when that happens, too. But I'll probably get one of the, one of just the straight e-readers, mm-hmm. the one that's got the, like, sun glare protection on it. Yeah, like, because my... I hate... I hate reading in the sun and all I see is my face. I know. Or when you try to take a picture of it and your reflection's in it. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, my mom has the same Kindle as me and hers wasn't holding a charge, but we found out it was her charger. Because I was like, we'll oh. use my charger to see if it can keep a charge. And it finally did. Because I was like, I was going to buy her the new Kindle or whatever, but then it started charging again. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. You're like, oh, you're not getting it now. <laughs> yeah. I was like, never mind. <laughs> so, Yeah. I, but that's how I feel, because I, I don't use it for anything else but to read. I've got, like, Sudoku and one other game on it. <laughs> I think so, I... like, if, I, if I'm, if i like, traveling or something and I get bored with yeah. my book or need a break, then I've got that. And... Yeah, I think I have, like, some old stuff. Like, when I first got the Kindle, I downloaded a bunch of stuff, but then I'm like, I don't ever use it for anything like that. But, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. That's... That's where I'm at with my spring TBR. I was looking at my spring TBR list that I made. Like, I made, like, a little note. And I was like, I was pretty ambitious when I thought, when I did this, when I did this spring TBR. Like, I I was, I was not holding back. And then I did a countdown on my phone of, like, how many days till summer. Because then that technically, I feel like, is when the spring TBR ends. So we have, we have 59 days. So we have about two months to... To finish our spring TBR, but I was looking at it. It's pretty. It's a pretty ambitious one. I was. I was thinking. I don't know what I was thinking. To be honest, <laughs> like I don't know. Wasn't. I'm gonna be honest. I wasn't thinking anything. I wasn't thinking. I was like, oh. And then, do you remember one of the episodes we did? La- I think it was last year, um, where we did like recommendations for my mom or whatever. Like trying oh, to yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to get my mom to like get her a five star read or whatever. So she picked a book out of her TBR, and it was, like, The Bastard Out of Carolina or From Carolina. You're, yes. You su- suggested it. Like, you suggested cool. that one. So I don't remember out of the books. That was that- for Kite Runner. Oh, okay, okay. So she'll be reading that book soon. Fun. But her last book was Midnight Library. That was the one that she had picked out of her TBR jar. And it was a book that I said that would be, like, a five-star prediction for her. Like, I was like, I feel like this could be a five-star. I think she said maybe three, so I'm not good at it. I don't know what she likes. <laughs> Let's be real. I was like, I think you, I feel like you could give this one five stars. And she read it. She was like, eh. I was like, cool. I'm glad All I... Right. Well... <laughs> good luck with our recommendations then, because we clearly don't know <laughs> what you like. Like, literally do not know what you like. So, we'll see. I think she liked, uh, she read Carrie Soto is back. Okay. And she really liked that. Maybe she, but it wasn't a five star. She didn't give it five stars, but. (laughs) So, we'll see. But yeah. And then you also mentioned that today is World Book Day. Yeah. Yeah. So. You told me. (laughs) Yeah, I did tell you. Um, So, on your Kindle challenge, if you read today, you'll get a. Achievement. Well, great, because I read today. Yeah, so you should have an achievement for World Book Day. So I thought um, I would kind of explain 
like what book world book day is like the history behind it like kind of where it came from for people because i i didn't know much about it or anything but i had seen it on kindle so i was like huh so this is from timesofindia.indiatimes.com so it says it's celebrated annually on april 23rd to promote the love for reading writing publishing and copyright globally it is significant in raising awareness of literacy and education and encourages reading, which we obviously do. I feel like we encourage it. I would hope so. <laughs> I feel like a, a book-type podcast. We definitely. And then it says, The day also stresses on publishing and copyright issues as ebooks and piracy are triumphing, which results in endangering intellectual property rights. Um. So, let me see the history. It says the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization organized the first one in 1995. And it says several great writers have their birth anniversary and death anniversary on this date. So, that's why they chose April 23rd specifically. Um, so, like William Shakespeare, Garcilaso de la Vega, and Miguel de Cervantes are ones that they mentioned. So found that pretty cool and then yeah so that's pretty much a little background on it and then it says for this year's theme it's indigenous languages so it focuses on promoting the diversity and na native languages of a country so yeah nice and then it goes on if you go to this website it goes on and lists some like inspiring quotes some of them one from Lyndon B. Johnson, Harper Lee, Oscar Wilde, and Neil Gaiman. So, but yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Fun. Yeah. Everyone go read on World Book Day. It's yes. two days after. Yeah, day. yeah. <laughs> It'll be two days later. So when you listen to this, go back in time, back in time. and read on Sunday. Thank you. <laughs> that will be great. But yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. So, but yeah, that was pretty much... It, I don't have much else because I'm still reading these two books. I thought I was going to finish this week. I truly thought. I was like, man, I'm going to finish both of these books. I'm going to be good. I'm going to have a new book ready to talk about. Molly, what's good? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> not much. Not much. But not yeah. Much. So what else? Anything else with you? Um, well, I finally, my, it doesn't come out until May 16th, but my library has ordered a copy of Yellow Face. Oh, yeah. So I'm officially third in line for that. Nice. <laughs> yep. Nice. And then I still have five weeks until How to Sell a Haunted House is going to be up. But that's okay because, um, like, I still have some of my other spring ones that I own. Uh-huh. You know? Like, uh, Priority of the Orange Tree, go back to that one, Babel. So. Yeah, those were definitely, when I was listening to the TBR those were your big ones on your TBR. And obviously the secret... Is the secret history... Is it... You said it's a three-week loan? Or two-week? Oh, I don't know. Oh. I think it's two-week because it's the physical copy. Oh, oh okay. Well, yeah. we know what you did last time with um, Remarkably Bright Creatures, so... <laughs> that was not intentional. You shut your face. <laughs> yeah. But cool. Anything uh. else? Actually, there was nothing, and now I oh, dang. didn't write it down. 
Which is like the story of my life. I mean, <laughs> that's how I am. I'm like, if I don't make a note of it, I'm going to totally forget. Yeah, what was it? Oh my God. I hate, because oh, I, well. well, I try to listen to our episodes usually when I'm in my car. And I hate that because then I can't write down, like if I think of something when we're like, when I'm re-listening to an episode. Mm-hmm. And so then like, I'll get home and I'm like, what was, what was that going to be? <laughs> what was I going to say? But whatever. I don't even know if it was. Oh, oh we've had over a thousand listens. <gasps> oh yay! That's pretty cool. So I'm like staring right at it. Like, <laughs> it's like it. it's like hello, I'm right here. <laughs> what is it? Yay! And we hit over fourteen hundred followers on Instagram. <coughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought that we would be growing slowly but surely? We're here. We're here. We've done it. Hurrah. We've, we've committed this far, so might as well just keep going. All right. <laughs> cool. Well, <sighs> if that's it, Instagram is reading with celebs. Twitter is reading W celebs. Please go give us a like, follow, subscribe, review, all of those fun things. And we will see you next week. Happy reading. Bye, guys. Happy World Book Day. Woop, woop. Bye. Bye. Bye.